Venturing into woo-woo happened little by little for me. One day I'm meditating, and then a year later I'm walking around the city with crystals in my sports bra. It's just a hop, skip, and a jump from there to tarot cards. And I think that's how it usually happens when you start delving more into wellness. For a lot of people, you sort of pick a path, vibes or books. Personally, I'm very into science, but I'm not going to pretend that I don't also describe myself as an intuitive person who listens to the universe. This is Gina Anderson Cohen, by the way, founder of A Sweat Life, and you're going to hear a lot about the universe and listening to intuition on this week's interview with Robin Samples, the founder of Bare Feet Power Yoga. Robin Samples and I both got into business around the same time, about 10 years ago. And over these 10 years, it got easier and easier for me to scooch into the territory of woo-woo. I get the feeling though that Robin's journey was quicker than mine. She brought her community along with her when she felt it was ready. And that's the thing about bare feet power yoga. For Robin, the yoga has always been important, but I've heard her talk a lot about getting beyond the physical practice for years. You'll hear her talk a lot about a few of the ways that bare feet has tapped into yoga beyond the mat from retreats to workshops to programming that revolves around cannabis. Robin's focus has always been on building community and giving that community what it needed, which allowed her to make subtle changes when she needed and big changes when the world demanded. Robin operates one of the only pay what you can studios, an option that gives more people access to the practice of yoga. Drop-in yogis have the option to pay on a sliding scale, $20 for a little extra assistance, $24 for regular price drop-ins, and $28 to pay it forward, which is a pricing tier that helps to subsidize another person's discounted class. And if $20 is out of reach, Bare Feet has always had the option of joining the Karma Crew, which offers an additional way to make yoga a part of your life for the low, low price of Karma. We've included details in the show notes if you want to reach out and join that program. And that evolution has also allowed Robin to try things and create space for a range of teachers and develop a studio that not only fosters movement, but also a greater sense of connection to oneself, their community, and for those who choose to tap into the spiritual side of the practice, the universe. Here I am with Robin Samples. Anderson Cohen, and this is We Got Goals. I'm here with Robin Samples, who's the founder of Bare Feet Power Yoga. Robin, thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be on your show. I'm delighted. I've I've sort of seen your studio grow and change and evolve over the years, Uh, but you opened Bare Feet in 2012. Talk to us about where you were in life when you opened that studio. Oh man, 10 years, a whole decade has gone by since I've had this space. (laughs) Um, So first of all, I was much younger. Um, When I opened my studio, I was 27 years old. Um, I had just ended my very short corporate career um, in CPG. I had worked for a couple of very large companies in sales and marketing. Um, and I was pretty new to the yoga world as well, I must say. I had been teaching yoga for about two years, dabbling in it for only like three to four years. But it was kind of one of those things for me where like when I found yoga and it found me, I was just like 
whoa, this is what I want to do. And I just knew it. And I had this very like naive in the best way mentality. And I just decided that this is something that I wanted to do. Um, at that time in my life, um, I was just an individual. And I mean that in a way where now I have a six-year-old, right? So I was not a mom at that time. And I was very focused on my career and what I was up to, um, very into movement, still am. Um, but I was like doing a bunch of triathlons. Um, I was running marathons, like doing all of this very like physical work at the time. Um, so opening a yoga studio was something that just kept me really busy, that added a lot to my life. Um, and I was so grateful to be able to do it here in the West Loop, which has also changed tremendously um, in the last 10 years. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I hope I hope you got a, a long lease back then. It was sweet. I'll tell you what, because when I um, opened the studio, I signed a lease for five years with the extension of, I think I had a five-year extension or something like that, a three-year extension. Somehow it worked in my favor because I had signed it before the West Loop boomed. And then I, I all of a sudden I just saw so many new businesses coming in, so many new businesses. Um, and then when it was like my time to resign, I was like, oh, I got that three-year extension. I'm still good. It was really <laughs> awesome. And my landlords are like fantastic too. So they've really worked with me as the neighborhood has really expanded. So I am really grateful that I was able to open when I was um, because now that might not have been the case, you know? Yeah. And for listeners who aren't in Chicago, the West Loop, I would say is kind of like the meatpacking district, like Chelsea in New York. You know, it's like it was something completely different 20, 30 years ago. And now it's like restaurants and cool stuff and it's teeming with life and there are families and people of all ages now over here. Wouldn't you say, Robin? Oh yeah, it's a wonderful neighborhood. I love it. But yeah, when, you know, 10 years ago, it was just like a it was like a lot of vacant buildings, you know, and like the old meat packing where there was like so many empty warehouses it felt like and then to see all the construction come in, like, you know, tearing down old buildings, adding in like short high rises. I don't know what those are called, like six stories. Mid rises. Mid rises, thank you. Yeah. yeah. And just all sorts of new buildings and stuff. So yeah, it's definitely been um cool to see. And I I do love this neighborhood and everything it's become. I kind of like the idea of calling a building of five stories and lower like a short stack. Oh, that's a good one. Like a short <laughs> rise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm riffing off of you. Okay, so 10 years have passed. Um how would you describe bare feet power yoga today? Sure. So that's a great question. Um, today, bare feet power yoga is a vibrant yoga studio. And really what we are focused on is community. You know, so that is, I feel like, at the heart of our business. Um, and we're really focused on um, yoga in the broader sense of yoga. So when I first opened, it was like very much about like the, the asana, the physical practice, right? And it was, um, power yoga is my background. So, you know, the classes are, have always been like very vigorous, um, and challenging. And the deeper and deeper I went into yoga and the longer I've experienced it, you know, we've really kind of shifted and leaned into a little more of the spirituality, you know, started bringing more like depth to our practice. Um, 
incorporating the bigger picture of yoga. So it's not just about the poses. You know, the poses have an incredible purpose, um, but now bare feet really extends and expands beyond that. But really in the heart of it, like I said earlier, it's like the community. We're really about the people. Um, and we want to bring that sense of community and that sense of like oneness that yoga so much is about um, to those four walls that we get to make up. And then it kind of spreads and it, it sprinkles and it trickles out beyond our four walls as well. Yeah, I think it's it's really unique because I, I haven't mentioned it before this, but I live just down the street from Bare Feet and I walk by all the time with my dog and I I see like the community like spilling out into the street and I, I've seen how it's changed too over the years, um, adding sort of I'll call it woo-woo. I like the spirituality. I like the woo-woo. Um, you've added it in. Like, I would say there are more crystals, more, <laughs> more, more like moments of connecting with, you know, like source or whatever you call it, um, for whoever the human is and whatever they believe in. Um, how has the community kind of reacted to that as, as you've shifted and changed? Have they come along for the ride? Um, has it been a journey? I, it's been both, honestly. Yeah. Like, because I think that when we really started diving into this, the spiritual aspect of things more so, you know, it's always been there a little bit, but then it was just like, like you said, like we just let the woo woo fly. Um, and I think that kind of happened for us um, over COVID. A lot of things changed over COVID. So, you know, going into COVID, we had a very different base of community than we did post. So while I think like, yes, a lot of people have come with us on this journey, you know, and they, they see, and like, there's like definitely a little bit of skeptical from some of them. Some of them are like, heck yeah, tell me more. Like, where can I sign up for that spiritual flow? Cause I am in and others are like, I'm not quite sure what you're doing, but like, I'm down to dabble and see. So we've definitely had like a mix of some of, of both. And then, you know, we've also had people who have like le left and moved on. And it's it's hard for me to say, like, is it because we've stepped into this new space or is it because their life has changed? Is it because they've needed to move? You know, so we have and we've had like members of our studio for 10 years, which has been amazing. A lot of OGs like in there, you know, who have been like eight years, 10 years, whatever it is, like kind of seen us and gone along this journey with us, which I feel like is really awesome. Awesome because it brings this, this depth and this really like strong foundation to what we're doing um, for sure. But, you know, also there are some times where in classes I'll talk about things and I'll say things that are a little out there and you get those people like looking up from the mat like, did she just say that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I did funny. say that. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah, think about that later. That's a good one. Yeah. Write it down. Write it down. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Oh my God. I, I love it. And um, I mean, let's get into it. I I personally experienced some of like the woo-woo, the indigenous traditions you've brought into the studio um through like this new spirituality side. And you've even introduced so in Illinois, cannabis is legal. Um at private events, you can share cannabis. Um, so you've brought that into the studio too. How do those traditions and why do those traditions kind of make sense for yoga and for the studio? Nice. Um, well, so why I brought them into the studio is because 
the the plant medicine, um, cannabis is one because like it is this really beautiful activator. It's natural. Like I'm a huge fan of cannabis. Um, and so it was one of those things that like, I think helped me in, in the journey of awakening, you know, it was like introduced to me, um, the first time I experienced it, actually, I, all I wanted to do was yoga. I like cried and did yoga and I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) why is this thing? And this was years ago, right? So I was like, why is this thing illegal? So when it became legalized and we have more awareness of it, we have more understanding of it. It, there was this opportunity that I felt like was like, oh, this like made a huge impact in my life. Like, why not bring this into a safe space with cool people and help them to understand how we can use this tool to help awaken us, to help us to connect, to help us to relax and de-stress, you know, because I think that in our lives, we're fed many different things that don't necessarily help us in the ways that it could. And, you know, like no judgments, right? We've got like, we all are on our paths, but, but this cannabis is something that's natural. It's something that, um, I, like I have been told that was like mentioned very briefly, actually in the yoga sutras as a way where like the ancient yogis would use it to tap into different levels of their spirit. So then when it um, became something that I could could offer at bare feet, you know, um, in, in a good way, in a private setting and in the ways that it needs to be done, I figured, great. Like our community is so loving and open. Why not give this a try? And I'll tell you what, it's been like an incredible experience too, you know, because you don't really know what you're getting into um, because we do it in a very ceremonial way. Like these things are to be respected. You know, I think that sometimes they're abused and they're overused and that's not the purpose here. Like we're not here to just like get high and like have a good time. Like, yeah, we're going to, but there's also the purpose of like, how do you use these? um, And sometimes we call them medicines, right? How do you use these medicines? You know, the technique of like, when you are choosing to smoke, like what is your intention, right? You like breathe that intention in and then you let it go. And it's just amazing to feel the way that you can start to harmonize with all of these tools that are here on this earth to just help us in our journeys of of awakening, of expanding, of being more aware and connecting to ourselves, to one another, to just this this life experience. And it can be quite blissful, which is why we call it cannabis yoga. <laughs> <laughs> so Dana from um, the Sweat Life, well, she's she's her own team, uh, Moonstone Marketing, but she works with the Sweat Life. And she came with me um, to cannabis. I I think last time you had it in July. Um, and we walked out of there. It was like a three hour experience. Um, I won't give like too much away. Cause I feel like there's some part of it that's magic that you have to go and I, I don't want to ruin it, but it, what it did feel like very thoughtful and very ceremonious and broken into these parts. And, um, and I experienced what I would call like metacognition. Like I was like, thinking about my thoughts. I remember every thought I had the entire time, which was wild. But um, we walked out of there and looked at each other and we were like, how are we going to talk to anyone else about this? How are we going to explain what we just went through (laughs) this like meditation, yoga, dance party? Um, It was incredible. Um, Sign me up for the next one, by the way, which I hear is December 9th. 
Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> exactly. Keep that on your calendar. Mark that date. <laughs> Mark the date. Mark the date. We'll we'll link to. Is it is it live yet, or should we? It's not live to it yet. Once it's live. It's okay, I know. Okay. I told you, but it's not live yet. So we can still mark okay, the date and I'm still like, yeah, it's, it's date. like, it's like a secret live. Okay. Okay. It's secret. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, had, I, I, I ran into an, I don't know if this will be on, on or not, but I ran into an issue where the, the one I was going to do it with may be traveling. So I'm like waiting on that right now. Oh. That's why it's like not online. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That's the only thing. Okay. Okay. So once we know, we will post it, put it live. Okay, perfect. Um, so what, one of the themes I think Robin, like I'm, I'm hearing first and foremost is like, you mentioned that you found yoga and yoga found you. Um, and then you've also used the phrase like waking up and awakening. Um, so talk to us about sort of like that experience of feeling like you've woken up. I think for you, it started in yoga teacher training, right? It did. Um, I, I vividly remember the first time that I really had that understanding of like, whoa, um, I have been asleep for so long or unaware. Um, it was after the end of this. So I, I did my teacher training and the first part of my teacher training was in Mexico in Tulum. And I did it with Baron Baptiste. And, you know, at that time, you know, years ago, we would have these incredibly long yoga practices followed by these discussions and all of this really wonderful sharing and information. And it was just like everything that I was hearing you is talking so much about the stories in your mind and, you know, how your thoughts like, um, you know, how we get so over consumed with the thoughts where we don't like really see what's going on because we're up here all the time in the mind, you know, and after it was at the end of this really long day. And at the end of the day, he closed um, the session with noble silence where like, I'm a big fan of silence, honestly, like I think silence is such a beautiful teacher. And, you know, he dropped that on us and I was like, awesome. I get to like, just walk home and be, be, be by myself walking home, meaning like just across the sand to my hut. But I was like walking, <laughs> yeah, just walking to my hut. And I remember like looking up in the, in the sky and just seeing how, beautiful and vivid all the stars were. And it just, it took my breath away. And it was like, I felt so small in the best way, you know, where it was like, I am just a tiny little part of this huge earth experience where there's, you know, billions of people. I am just a part of it. And like all these stars are like, what is out there? It was just this feeling of expansion that I can't like I can't describe so well as much as I can like feel it in my body. But I remember looking up at the stars and being like, I got to share this with people. Like people have to know this way because, you know, we're overstressed, we're overworked. We have so much on our plates. Like it's hard for us to come out of our mind and to see the beauty in the world around us that exists all the time. Like this world is a abundant. This earth has everything we could possibly need. And like, if you just look around, it's like, oh my God, the birds are flying. <laughs> I mean, I know that's silly, but like the birds fly, <laughs> like that's amazing. So it was, it's so like simple. Um, it's so simple and so profound. So yeah, the yoga, the yoga really was the way that like the yoga, the path, you know, the teacher, like whatever it is like, but that was the thing I remember just feeling like, I got to do this. 
all right, like this is part of my path. Like I know that without a doubt. And yoga is one of the tools that woke me up. And I think there's many ways that we can wake up, but, you know, to see how, um, how much more pronounced yoga is in the West now, I think is fantastic. It goes to show that like, Ooh, we are waking up. And, you know, I think another way that we are waking up is through the plant medicine and, you know, you see cannabis and you start to see, um, the mushroom and the psilocybin. It's like, okay, cool. There's all these tools coming our way to help us to step out of these, like these little worlds we live in and see the bigger picture of things and how small and insignificant our problems really are. Yeah. It's it's wild. It's also so incredible to hear how impassioned you get talking about yeah. that too, Robin. And I, I think like anyone who's had, honestly, I feel like an, it's like an experience in nature or like, uh, or with like an incredible like drug experience too. Um, dr- drug. I'm air quoting drug because that's like, it. I feel like that's, yeah, you know, you're following right. like the medicine. Um, or like, okay. I feel like what you're describing is double rainbow guy like you had your own double yeah. rainbow guy moment <laughs> where you're like whoa it's a double rainbow <laughs> oh my god a triple rainbow <laughs> and just, like like just seeing <laughs> I could cry just talking because I'm like I know. I know it's funny but also, but also it's like it's really beautiful to have those moments or like look up at the sky when there's no light pollution and be like, Oh my God, look at all these stars. Yes. It's like, it's kind of like seeing the world through the child's eyes again, because the children yeah. make the world so amazing all the time. And as adults, we forget that because we have stress. Like mm-hmm. we have these burdens mm-hmm. we put upon ourselves, you know, but it's so true. Double rainbows, triple rainbows, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I am gonna, if anyone has forgotten about Double Rainbow Guy, I'll never forget. So I'll link to that in the show notes so that we can live through that forever. Um, do you think, so Robin, I know you just came back from a retreat in Oaxaca, right? I did, yeah. Oaxaca is an amazing place. I was super grateful to be there. And, and do you feel like when you're sort of having these retreats and creating these experiences, are you are you seeing other people have these like big aha awakening moments too? Definitely. And I think it it shows up in big ways and it also kind of shows up in small ways. Because I think we can have these profound moments, you know, that really show us um that show us the world, right? And show us, you know, just kind of what I described before. But also we can have these like small moments that kind of lead us on these paths to being like oh, wow, like here I am today, but like, wow, six months ago, like I was way over here. So on, on these retreats and, you know, the different things that I've been bringing to bare feet, I've, I've felt it and I've seen it. And I've seen these people who have like dropped in and been like, I'm very curious about what you're doing. And I want to sit in on this, this ceremony, you know? And then they're like, okay, when's the next one? like, okay, now I'm going to take all the classes. And they're like, I think I'm going to come on that retreat with you. You know, and like, they don't always see the way that they are like, they are just expanding and and taking it all in. But like, I get to watch, you know, because I think when we live our lives, we we see ourselves every day, we don't always see the changes that occur, you know, but if you don't see somebody for a month, you're like, dang, like, you're different. 
you know, and it's, it's so cool to see people just becoming more aware, um, to like, you know, we are in this age of enlightenment as they say, and to, to feel people's lights getting brighter, to feel them waking up a little more and to feel them like in that sense, like they, they do it individually, but then because we are such a strong community, you get to see the way it ripples, you know, like they're like, oh, dang, like, you know, I learned this thing or I did this thing or have you thought about this thing? And then boom, like, you know, Sally helps Eric, who helps Scott, who helps Raj, you know, it's like really cool to see all of the different pieces of the puzzle too, as people become more aware of who they are and like what they're here to do and just their spirit. You know, it's, it's really fun to be a part of. Yeah. It's, it's super interesting too, to watch. Like, I mean, I'm, I, I love bare feet. I don't come that much. I need to come more often, but it's, it's so fun to watch just like dipping in and dipping out too. just watching how the studio has evolved as well. Um, and seeing like spirituality come through. I, I would say like what you've created is a space that is, I, I'm going to use a term that is definitely like, like Christian in nature, it's like secular, you know, it's like secular spirituality where you've given people a space where they can feel connected to the universe without having to say like this X, Y, or Z is my religion, which I think everyone is connected to, you know, like every person desires that connection. Would you agree? (laughs) I totally agree because I think that's ultimately the purpose of yoga you know, yep. is to connect us to the, to the higher power, to source, to God, to the creator. Like I, for me, like, I don't care what you call it. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't even care how you connect to it because we all connect in different ways. Um, you know, but it is like, it is about connecting to that, that greater power, you know, and that is why like in yoga, we work to align ourselves, you know, we're, we're aligning the body and then we're aligning the mind, we're aligning the heart and we align the spirit. And then when the individual in themselves is aligned, then they can connect so much more easily to the powers beyond them. You know, so I do think yoga is not a religion, right? And, um, you know, that's a totally different topic for a discussion, religion in itself. But I think that you're right. Like this idea of spirituality is something that we can all lean into. And it's, um, there's got to be an openness around it too, because I think that's one of the beautiful things as well, because um, the way that I connect to God is different than how you connect to um, the higher consciousness, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, who's to say one person is wrong or not? Like it's, it's your experience and your faith is like what makes your experience real. So we support it in, in any way mm-hmm. that it shows up for you. Yeah. As big or as small as it needs to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could you talk to Congress? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, okay. So one thing I love about, well, I love a lot of things about you, Robin, but I think like you take the tenets of yoga into your everyday life as well as the way you plan for business. Um, So the way you plan for the future is so unique. Can you kind of share where you're going and how you set your intentions for the future for bare feet? I sure can because I don't always have a plan. (laughs) And that's the fun part. It's like, um, so, you know, I think I see, I see things like 
bigger picture, right? Where it's like, okay, I know community is really important. And I know that I want to foster this community and I want to create a stronger community, right? So it's like, that is my intention and that is my goal. And I put it over here in this bucket. Um, But I also like, I don't dictate how I'm going to get there. I think that's the thing. I think for a long time, like I was pretty structured, like as an athlete, you know, it was always like, all right, you warm up, you do the hard set, you cool down, right? And there's like a a structure to things. Um, And I think structure is really helpful for a lot of us. Um, But I also love the freedom in seeing what the path provides because like, yeah, I might feel like I want to go over here. But as I'm connected to that higher source, like I might get these intuitive hits. It's like, no, no, Robin, come over here. Like, wait, wait, we got something for you going on right over here that we really need your attention to be drawn towards, you know? So I try to set like very big picture ideas and really allow um, the universe to guide me. Um, And I think that that guidance comes easier and easier, the more I learn to listen to my intuition. And here's the part too, where people, you know, that it's like our rational brain is like, we, we understand the rational side of things so, so well. So sometimes if I'm like, yeah, I don't really have a plan. People are like, what? But it's like, no, I'm going to listen to my intuition. Really? Um, But I'm going to listen to my intuition and I'm going to trust that it's going to show me, it's going to tell me exactly where I need it to go. Because who am I to think that I know what's best, right? It's like, um, if I can tap into the guidance from the universe, like the universe knows where I need to be. The universe knows where our community needs to be. So I'm going to trust in that and do my part along the way. I think that's the thing too. Like I'm going to show up, you know, um, I, I have that that sense of like the warrior in me. So I'm lucky. I'm lucky that I'm pretty self-driven. So I can um, operate in this kind of capacity where I don't always necessarily need to have step one, two, three, and four. Um Uh, laid out for me because like I am going to show up every day. Like this is something that I love. Like I love building community. Like I have passion for what it is I get to do. Like I love life in general and like my, my job is fun. So I know like one of my goals too is like, I want to keep having fun, you know? And if something feels good, like I'm going to go over there. That stuff that feels hard, like we've done hard so much so much hard in our life. Like, I don't really want to do the hard anymore. Like I want to do easy, (laughs) you know, that's honestly, I like for those who are listening, who are hearing easy as almost like a swear word. (laughs) I actually like that fully resonates with me because I feel like coming into this year, I was like, you know what? It's been rough. Like, I just want, it's not like, I, what I'm hearing from you is it's not like easy, like you don't want to work. It's like you want ease, like you want it to yeah. feel like you're in flow, you know, like you want it to feel like you're not fighting a tide. Am I right in how I'm hearing it? Oh, exactly. Like you probably wrapped up. I mean, I'd probably talked for like four minutes and I could have just said like, I like to be in the flow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Words are always my no, strategy. But you know, we get there. We get there eventually. No, but it is. I, I think you said it beautifully. Oh. It's ease and flow. Exactly. And like, and in that there's some, there's a key piece to that too. It's letting go. 
And that's hard for us, but it's like really letting go, like letting go of expectations, (laughs) letting go of needing to be right, like letting go of whatever it is. You got to let go to really be in the flow. Mm -hmm. I have to work on that all the time too, you know? I know. Me too. Me too. Um, Because, oh, that's a giant water bottle you have there. Water, water. (laughs) This is a medicine. Yeah. Water, water all the time. It's really good. Holds our vibration, you know. It's amazing. <laughs> Waters are. Yesterday I did a sauna and I felt so good afterwards. Um, right. And I'm very thirsty today. Um, okay, so Robin, we have talked so much about like the spiritual side of yoga, but also like at bare feet, you will find a physical practice where you can roll out your mat. And also, you know, connect to other humans. And, you know, like if you choose to get into it, connect to whatever you believe in or the universe. So what advice would you give to someone who is coming to bare feet for just a regular class for the very first time? Not not your cannibalist, just a regular class. Yeah, right. and, then we'll get into, and then we'll get into cannibalist. Totally. So um, if you're coming to class for the first time, Come with an open mind and an open heart. Um, We are here to serve you and to know that the yoga is going to meet you exactly where you are. So if this is like the very first time doing yoga, all you need to do is show up and you've done the work. And that's truly it. And then you just give it your best. Um, The yoga never judges you, so don't judge yourself, right? And If you've done yoga many a times and you're coming into bare feet and you're like looking for something in particular, my advice is check what the class is called and also look at who's teaching. We have like, you gave me this idea, Gina, but it's like, we've got like a (laughs) woo-woo factor scale where it's like, (laughs) you you can come in and you can get like super woo-woo or you can get super physical, right? So it's like, what are you, like, what is it that you're looking for? Because like, and also in that, there's always both, right? But like, if you're looking for the spiritual stuff that we've been talking, like, check out our spirit flow, check out a mindful vinyasa class. You know, um, if you're looking to, um, you're like, I really just need to hit the, hit the power yoga and like, that's it. Strong power, power vinyasa. Like I have an amazing variety of teachers because I think that's really important too. Like we're not, we're not all there for a hundred percent of the woo woo, nor we are all there for a hundred percent of the power. So like there needs to be this really beautiful balance. Um, and so you can kind of figure out and you can cater to yourself and pick what it is that you want that day or what it is you need. But otherwise, really open heart, open mind, bring a yoga mat, get ready to sweat a little bit um, and have a good time with us. Amazing. Robin, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, my pleasure. This was so fun. Thanks for chatting. Like, I love talking about this stuff. So I appreciate that you're that you do this on your podcast. It's really amazing. This has been another episode of We Got Goals in a SweatLife.com production. And another thing that's better with friends. Thanks to Robin Samples for joining me, to Ryan Deffitt for editing, and to Ryan Barayuga for video production. And thanks to you for listening to the podcast and subscribing wherever you get yours. Be sure to rate and review and give us five stars if you love us.